Good evening, hushlings, and welcome. I present your preceptors to the underbelly of the void, the whispers of conjecture, and the known of the unknown. Thus begins the conclave of the Hush Hush Society. Greetings, hushlings. I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And as always, we're joined by our friend, Slick Frog Sanders. What's up, guys? Slick Frog Sanders here. Welcome to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hours live show. We are broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. Mmm, the sun is bright. Outside, yes. (laughs) Not in my studio. No, no. (laughs) Your nook. (laughs) Welcome, guys. We really appreciate you hushling so much for making season one so amazing. We'd like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We're blessed to bring you all this uh this conspiracy filled podcast yeah it is a blessing and as always before we get started on today's show we just want to let you know about our social medias you can find us on facebook obviously if you are here listening to us twitter instagram and on our brand new tiktok where we are severely underappreciated you can reach out to us and also ask for our discord channel where you can join and post some topics that you'd like us to take a look at or research that you may have popped up as or you know just tell us we're doing a great job (laughs) one of us is always on discord so truth not not me don't look for me no, no. <laughs> uh, you can also email us anytime at our email address, hushhushsociety at planetmail.com. So as promised, this episode, we're going to be doing questions and calls from everybody, if you're going to call in. Oh, They're slowly I'll trickling see. in. They're trickling in. Somebody's watching the stream on <laughs> our feed. Hello. <laughs> Uh, bear with us, guys. We are using a third-party streaming site that goes to Facebook Live, so there's going to be a little lag here and there. But Franck is going to be fielding your questions throughout the chat so that we can answer them, and he'll be answering you while he's in there. So feel free to talk, chat with us amongst yourselves, or, you know, just watch us, listen to us, go crazy. We'll be right here. (laughs) <laughs> we'll be right here we'll hey, go <laughs> <laughs> so typically when we do a show it's a debriefing this one is still going to be a debriefing we're going to be talking about the diet loft pass first Ooh, yeah mm. this is a tricky feel, one it's a cold one <laughs> i feel it's chilly. Cold, thinking of, it's going to be a long, dark, cold winter. Oh, my. <laughs> it wasn't long for them, I'll tell you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Woof. The Dyatlov Pass is an event where nine Russian hikers died in the northern Ural Mountains between the 1st and 2nd of February in 1959 in uncertain circumstances. This ex- yeah yeah <laughs> they were an experienced trekking group so i mean they knew what they were doing they were from the ural polytechnical institute and had established a camp on the slopes of kalat Saikal, i believe i pronounced that right in mm-hmm. an area in an area now named after the honor or after the group's leader igor dietlov 
Yeah, this is a this is a crazy story for sure. During the night, something caused them to tear their way out of their tents and flee the campsite. Um, they were not dressed for that, obviously, and they weren't dressed for the heavy snowfall and the sub-zero temperatures outside. After their bodies were discovered, an investigation by Soviet authorities determined that six had died from hypothermia, while the other three showed signs of physical trauma. Some of the physical trauma involving this said scenario was uh, one victim had a fractured skull, two others had major chest fractures, and one body was missing both of its eyes. One of the uh, the bodies was even missing their tongue. So, my 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 thing looking at this story, my very first thought, especially pertaining to the physical trauma of the bodies, is that there was some sort of maybe cannibalism involved in this. I I had a hold up moment, you know, <laughs> and like, hold up, you know, hold up. like and I I thought about it, you know, like this is a little little out there, but cattle mutilation, missing eyes, missing tongues. I don't know. I don't think we ever got any information if it was like surgical precision, but like that stuff is like that. So maybe could like I guess two of these guys unfortunately got probed <laughs> and lost their tongue in their eyes and then the rest of them just got smushed you know like i don't know it's but but there was there was definitely a moment where i was like well everybody else just got the shit kicked out of them and these guys got mutilated it is it is and that's why i said maybe it has to do with some sort of cannibalistic state Maybe they had going out into the into the cold and, and being in those temperatures and that environment. Maybe they lost their mind or maybe they feared for going hungry. I don't know. I think the only thing that would make me not think that is how fast it happened because you saw the movie, what, Alive? I mean, didn't that, uh, that true story about the plane crash in South America, right, where those yeah. guys – started eating each other after it was a soccer Soccer team team. i believe yeah soccer team so i don't know but if you're gonna eat somebody are you really going for the eyes and the tongue first no (laughs) no i mean i'm no cannibal but i don't go for the calf man yeah (laughs) i i heard that the buttocks was really good Mm, like pork right yeah it's it's like the the what do they call it the rear (laughs) flank or something (laughs) Nice like, and tender. Like, like a like a like an Easter ham. Oh, <laughs> Pineapple and all. <laughs> you got the center the center uh the cherry right in the center. Yep. Oh jeez. <laughs> Only hams. Oh jeez. <laughs> so onward, right? Yeah. yeah. The investigation <laughs> concluded that a compelling natural force had caused the deaths. Numerous theories have been put forward to account for the unexplained deaths, including animal attacks, hypothermia, an avalanche, catabolic winds, infrasound-induced panic, and military involvement, or possibly a combination of some of these theories. This all sounds very interesting. Yeah. So, so this is... I never knew what this is called. I guess, like, I mean... 
I don't think you've been hit by one of these because supposedly it kills you. But a catabatic wind is a drainage wind that carries high-density air from higher elevation down a slope under the force of gravity. So, like, I guess like an air avalanche? <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, it's <laughs> like know, just like, a freight train of air. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then there was another speculation about the military test that they that the Soviets were using parachute mines in the area. So that could have hit them. But, like, you would think if somebody oh, got hit by a mine, oh, there'd be oh, more injuries. On. Did you say parachute mines? Yeah. <laughs> parachute <laughs> mines. Soviet parachute mines. These people, I swear, they came up with some really, really interesting weapons. <laughs> I'm sure we had parachute mines, too. You How think does so? that even work? Probably. Get somebody get somebody on here right now that, that that's a that's a weapons expert in the military <laughs> that can tell me that we had parachute mines in the fifties. Yeah, I want to know about parachute mines, please. Yeah, please Google that. <laughs> I have a billion windows open. Pull, I can't Google pull that. It right pull now. that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, parachute mines. So like, you know, just standing at the top of stairs or in a plane, what? I guess, in there, there, and you just drop the little like the little army soldier with the parachute, but it's a mine. Is like that how, how it worked? I, like I imagined like a helium balloon with like a fucking brick of C4 on it. <laughs> just can you imagine just in. can you imagine just just sleeping? You just you had you just had your last shot of vodka, you're laying there, it's cold, <laughs> the wind's blowing, and all of a sudden boom, you just blow up. Like I don't I I don't think that happened. With the injuries sustained, let's let's rule out parachute mines and move on to the next uh, possible murderer <laughs> of these people. <laughs> uh, well, you got to look at one of the most simple explanations, an avalanche. Uh, so an avalanche occurs when a slab of snow uh, is sitting on top of a weaker layer of snow and it breaks hold and slides down a steep slope. Yeah, I'm sure you all know what an avalanche is. <laughs> Actually, what um, I learned something today. Oh, about avalanches? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another another explanation could have been what's called, and this is something that I I had no idea was a real thing. Uh, paradoxical undressing. So when somebody goes into hypothermia, it can induce a a weird behavior and it's known as paradoxical undressing. Um, and that's when the hypothermic subject takes off all their clothes in response to a perceived feeling of burning warmth. So when I looked at this, I, I said, it's, it's kind of, it, it seems like it's like, it's a viable thing. If you've ever been outside, especially as a kid, you know, you, you'd go outside in the snow if you weren't one of those lucky kids that had snow pants. Uh, my parents didn't think about snow pants. Um, so you go out and, and your, your pants get all wet and cold and your skin gets, gets red and you start getting that, you know, burning sensation because you're so cold. So I guess that would be their whole body feeling like that. Yeah. I, I want to say that happens to people a bunch that, um, try to hike up Everest. I watched this documentary on Mount Everest and I think mm. that happens more than you would think. I 
you know, I'd like to meet somebody who got naked on on Everest. I don't think you will. I think most of them are like frozen in the ice up there. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a lot of folks that are up there. I mean, I've Another... never been, but yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck all that. <laughs> oh, hold on. We got we got a comment about parachute mines. <laughs> and it's 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 by a lovely woman named Sue. And she says that parachute mines are naval bombs dropped and attached to parachutes. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Naval. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Dropping onto onto the decks of ships and stuff. Yep. I just feel like there's a better way to go about it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> I don't well, know. See, here's here's the thing. Like, yes, the Navy uses planes, I'm sure, in other countries too, but if we're in the middle of like Siberia, like, no, actually, you know what? I lie. My geographical knowledge is a little off right now. <laughs> the area that the, the area that they were in was actually, I believe, on a body of water. It was one of the cold oceans up there. <laughs> I sound really bad saying that because <laughs> cold but oceans. One of the cold oceans, the Baltic, probably not that, <laughs> but. It was it was up it was a coastal area because it was near some town that I had read that I didn't write down and that's shame on me. Some some sort of uh, fishing town, probably a fishing establishment, just, just covered in ice. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> so another um, another conspiracy maybe explaining this this incident is. Infrastound. Infrastound? Infrasound. That's it. It's a a tongue twister. It's sometimes referred to as low-frequency sound. Um, It describes sound waves with a frequency below the lower limit of audibility, so you can't hear it. Um, I don't know about all that, because I'm not a sound technician. I don't know. Yeah. It is a wonder. How would that take you out? Hmm. How would that pop out your eyeballs and your tongue? I mean, <laughs> didn't wasn't there the account of like what uh, what biblical town was it where they used like sound the trumpets to knock down the walls of Jericho? That's what uh, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like sound could be used as a weapon. I think I mentioned that in one of the episodes this past season. But sound sound can totally be used as a weapon. But who who the hell's in the middle of nowhere, just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> I like the sound. So the next and final uh, conspiracy would be the Yeti, which which is definitely the most interesting in my opinion. The Yeti is a monstrous creature. The entity would later become to be referred to as the Abominable Snowman. Abominable. I'm real bad at that word. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much uh, Snow Squatch. Snow isn't Squatch. That, isn't that your... It's your my cousin. cousin. Yeah, it's my cousin. Yeah. We hang out. Yeah. Do you? Whenever I'm up north, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you guys have good IPAs up there, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think whenever I go north of Seattle, tongues. Yum. Yeah, I'm gonna take so much flack for making an IPA comment. <laughs> <laughs> so interestingly enough, 
Russia opened up an investigation in 2019 about this. And its conclusions were presented actually this year in July. Miraculously. Took some, took some time. Yeah. What did yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Russia's big. I don't know. Maybe they had to <laughs> do some hikes themselves. <laughs> they 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 caused the they determined that the cause of death of, of these hikers was hypothermia. I mean, duh. Obviously. But yeah. And a combination of avalanche forcing the group to leave their camp combined with low visibility, probably because of said avalanche. So <laughs> Yeah. The whiteout. Yeah. What took them sixty years to come to this conclusion? I was just thinking sixty years. Come on. We'll we'll get to that. So six of the group members died of hypothermia, three of fatal injuries. The tent had been ripped open from within. As we said, you know, they just kind of ran out. The victims had died six to eight hours after their, after their last meal. Traces from the camp showed that all group members left the campsite of their own accord and on foot. And there were also high levels of radiation found on only one of the victim's clothing. That's pretty wild. What? I don't understand the radiation found only on one person's clothing. Kind of sus. Yeah, like if they were all together, wouldn't they all... I mean, I don't... I don't know. I get... It says... It's saying high levels. So high levels of radiation, wouldn't that rub off on your your tent neighbor there yeah that's weird <laughs> no. so there were no survivors they all died they all got ripped at the time the verdict was that the group members had died because of compelling natural force you know the hypothermia the, the avalanche says Russia says yeah do we trust that <laughs> they were doing some sort of nuclear testing up there just didn't tell anybody about it and these poor guys are just trying to hike along sleeping on top of yellow cake uranium or something where'd Dave go uh oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> fucking yeti got him see it's crazy. You get onto this live show and start losing people, just dropping like flies. It's cool. <laughs> maybe That's what we, they want you to think. Yeah. Maybe we just push on. Trudge on? Trudge on. To dispel the theory of an attack by the indigenous Manzi people, the tribe, it stated that the fatal injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by human beings because the force of the blows had been too strong and no soft tissue had been damaged. Released documents contained no information about the condition of the skier's internal organs. The inquest officially ceased in May 1959 as a result of the absence of a guilty party. The files were sent to a secret archive. I don't know that this couldn't have been caused by people. You don't know that what? This this couldn't have been caused by people. They're they're saying you know the the force of the blows were too strong and no soft tissue was damaged. Isn't isn't your eyes soft tissue? Are they yeah. not? 
Yeah, I would say your tongue is kind of soft tissue also. I mean, well, your tongue is a muscle, so. But either way. All right, so Dave Dave is going to rejoin the show. It's going to be, it's a real blast. You got locked out. Live show. Hello. He's here. Oh, hey, hey, there he is. Hey-o. Hey-o. Sorry, we'll blame that one on it. We'll blame that one on uh, the power company doing work on my street, deciding to knock out my power for a second. That was fantastic. Fantastic. Sweet. Uh, Dave, we were, we trudged on in, in spirit of the show. Uh, Frank was just talking about the, uh, the in, the inquest that was, uh, that was ceased in 1959. Gotta love a live show. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a good live show if we didn't run into some sort of issue. Some true some sort of. <laughs> some sort of issue. I mean, we've never used this, so. It's, yeah. It's good new. Time, so. Next one will be amazing, but it's okay. You know, forgive us. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. So what did I? What did I miss? Uh, we were just talking about the the inquest. Yeah. The. The inquest was ceased in in 1959. Frank just uh, let us in on that piece of information. So we're going to travel back to 1997 then, right? Oh, yeah. Sounds about right. Great year. Great year. Uh, Well, in in 1997, it was revealed that the negatives from – I'm going to call him Yuri because I respect him. Messed that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yuri's camera were kept in a private archive of one of the investigators, Lev Ivanov. The film material was donated by Ivanov's daughter to the Dyatlov Foundation, and of the diaries of the hiking party fell into Russia's public domain in 2009. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Well, I mean... I doubt that you would. I'm not, a, yeah, I'm, not in, <laughs> I'm not in Russia. So. On April 12th, 2018, Zolotarev's remains were exhumed on the initiative of journalists of the Russian tabloid newspaper Komsomolakayev Pravda. I'm so sorry if you're from Russia and I just destroyed that. Uh, contradictory results were obtained one of the experts said that the character of the injuries resembled a person knocked down by a car. So, uh, you know, what, See, what, could, that, what could have possibly happened to these hikers? That, that, that's what I mean. It, it, like, I guess, oh, I guess, like, the injuries of getting knocked down by a car would be... I guess coincide with an avalanche, probably. That know? that was my initial thought. Is that you know it had to be some sort of some sort of thing to do with an avalanche. If if, if it's showing that you know in postmortem that these that the body looked like it was hit by a car, that really is the only explanation. Albeit, Yeti could also be an explanation. Just getting punched square in the in the sternum. <laughs> by, by, by a big old big old snowman <laughs> i mean i mean it's your cousin you would know <laughs> how big is your fist is it like is it like thanos 
Is it like <laughs> yeah. a, a yeah, monster it's a, fist? It's a Thanos fist, except it's covered except... in fur and <laughs> and droppings. Except the only oh. the only difference is is that uh, you don't have to close your fist; you just punch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking to myself, right? How how is an avalanche going to? fractures somebody's skull and take out eyeballs and i didn't take into account uh maybe rocks you know you Uh, can definitely fracture your head and maybe poke out a few eyes on some sharp rocks depending on what the area was like where they were (laughs) hiking can you imagine poking both your eyes out (laughs) like 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 the boondock saints like shot you like from the back with the coins on your head and you're just like oh what are the odds? You know, Pebbles. I'm in Siberia hiking. <laughs> it's the 50s, and I just land on two sharp rocks <laughs> and just pop my eyes out. And then, and then the other guy that's just like, you know what? Gene Simmons had a huge tongue, even though I'm well before his time. <laughs> I'm gonna rip mine out. Maybe he like know. bit it off. You know, you ever like bite you know, your tongue? You know, that's possible. That, that could be too. You know, you tripped and bit it off, and the other guy just tripped on two. perfect width apart to poke out both of his eyes yeah it's very possible or the way that i see it a yeti attacked him and stuck his two fingers right into his eyeballs kind of like if you were holding a uh, a bowling ball (laughs) (laughs) you know this is a double finger bowling ball. That's a strike. It's oh. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> a strike. <laughs> you got Throws the, you got them at the, the other hikers. <laughs> you got the, you they all the die from just... the blast and they cover it up with a car crash. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, just there you just go. R- the Yeti comes randomly... back with a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> randomly a car crash in the middle of the Ural Mountains. <laughs> just he's just... driving a Toyota Tundra. <laughs> huh? Uh, hey, I don't know. So uh, tell us in the comments what you think the possible cause of these this incident could have been. Uh, you know, did did somebody fall on two evenly spaced rocks that jabbed him in the eyes? <laughs> did did somebody you know bite off his own tongue? What what do you think happened? Let us know. Uh, just just to give you guys a, another update, throughout the show, we're going to be doing little giveaways. We have a few shirts. Uh, we have some sticker packs that we're going to be throwing out to you. So if you stick around till the end, we will tell you how to get those and we'll uh, we'll get you some swag. Or as that- Slick Frog Sanders likes to call it. <laughs> uh, the dapper drip. The dapper drip. The dapper drip. <laughs> get with it. What what do you think happened? It's the sound waves. <laughs> like no, like I mean, yeah. I want to know what other people think, but no, what do yeah, you absolutely. think happened? Personally, did they get assaulted, Mike? You know, I'm no, the, just kidding. <laughs> I I'm always the skeptic. So when it comes to our past debriefings, I always I always have to look at it skeptically. Um I think that you know, maybe they did go through that undressing and they kind of lost their mind for a bit. But in the end, it was probably just just hypothermic insanity. At least that's my thought on it. You Have think you ever they lost just your went mind? nuts and just started 
pulling out each other's eyes. <laughs> we, I can't get over the eye. That's, that's the, yeah, the that's, oddball piece of evidence here. That's yeah. what really keeps me wondering, you know? That's the only thing that keeps me wondering is, is the fact like, okay, like I said before, I get it. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, Here's, someone on it, Facebook put yeah, put a, a comment that said, puts a new spin on someone being a snack, eh? <laughs> it's too good. It's a, it's a good nom, one. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it just like, the only thing that gets me is the tongue and the eyes. Like, the, the chest stuff, like, yeah, the, these guys, the only, like, what could cause you to cut your... I mean that that's possibility Russian military operation cover up. I mean, yeah, the parachute mines. <laughs> pa- fucking parachute mines. Oh shit, shit, we dropped them in the wrong spot. Those guys were those guys were from the university. <laughs> like, nah. But I, I think I don't know. I I really think that these guys I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with either your cousin or <laughs> the the yet <laughs> the yet or some other weird thing or the catabatic winds you know i i think the sound thing is ridiculous i think they would probably have different injuries uh, but i mean the most plausible thing is probably an avalanche but i'm gonna go out of left field here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i always like to go with the with the most obvious explanation maybe that makes me a bad a bad conspiracy uh, Bigfoot, but trash. <laughs> trash, trash. Uh, but yeah, I got. I gotta say, it's it's something less mysterious. It's probably just you know hypothermia mixed with a few other bad environmental things. I would say. Let me let me take that back. I'm the only the only way it really could be avalanche. Like, I mean, they would be buried, right? So, like, if they found them on the surface, then that's it, true. Yeah, that that that's a, that's a loose avalanche. Like, that's some fresh powder, bro. Like, that, that's <laughs> some loose getting loose. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you're. So I don't know. So I I think it could have been serious. I mean, have you ever been? I mean, we've all us three have definitely been in hurricanes. Yeah. So you I know, thought you were going to ask if we if we've ever been in an avalanche. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what keeps me from snowboarding. Honestly. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, scary shit. <laughs> yeah, well, sharks keep me from surfing, so you know that. That's, <laughs> but it's that's the only thing that I can think of that could cause that type of like. Because if you ever been in like a microburst, you know, like that shit comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh god, ah! like, yeah, like, yeah. So, so yeah, wind is crazy. So <laughs> it could have been that. That's that's your quote for the show. Wind is crazy. <laughs> wind is wild, man. Yo, have you seen the wind? Have you felt the wind on your face? But have you really felt the wind? Like those guys in Russia? Mm. Oof. Now that Just we've kidding. gone through the Diet Love Pass incident, um, you know, and you 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 guys have given us some of your thoughts on what may have happened. We're gonna take a quick uh whatever you call it a segue i guess um to talk about season one 
you know, we're 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 here. At, this is debriefing number ten. Um, we've gone through nine intense episodes of our show in season one. Season two is looking to be just as stacked. But looking back on season one, I just want to I want to ask you guys. I want to ask you know the people that are watching, the people that have listened to the show. I also want to ask my my cohorts here. What uh, what was your favorite episode that we that we did throughout the season? Like if you had to look at the at the episodes, and I'll give you a quick rundown in case you you need a little a little memory jog. So we did the Montauk Project Philadelphia experiment. We talked MK Ultra. We did a two part JFK assassination, two part Jeffrey Epstein suicide, uh, Majestic Twelve. The Zeta Reticuli incident with Betty and Barney Hill. And most recently, we talked about the 2012 apocalypse phenomenon. So, my, my, my friends, what, what are we looking at? What, what was your favorite episode? Let's, let, Frankie, let's, let's, let's hear what you got to say. All right. Well, it's, it's tough for me. It's, this is a tough choice. Um, I enjoyed researching JFK the most, mm. but conspiracy-wise, I liked the Zeta Reticuli or the 2012 debriefing the most. Hmm. The, the 2012 was your birth child, so. It's true. We're all dead, by the way. Yeah. Nobody's here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to the fucking simulation. <laughs> David. Yeah. Tell us. I'm going to. I'm going to go with with uh, Frank on this one. And the JFK was definitely the most overwhelming episode to do research on. It was definitely the most enjoyable because we really could probably do a whole season on it, honestly. <laughs> like, there was so much that we didn't talk about. And that was fun. I'd say my second was... Probably the the alien stuff, you know, Zeta Reticuli, Majestic 12. The 2012 one was a lot of fun. But, I mean, they were all fun. Montauk and MK Ultra was, it feels like so long ago, only less than three months that we were talking about that. But they were all good. I'd say my least favorite was Jeffrey Epstein. You know, that was definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree with that. I, th- I think we all agreed on that just because the subject matter of those episodes was so heavy. And mm-hmm. as interesting as it was to see that there is, you know, some sick underbelly of this world that continues to flow behind the scenes. Um, it, it's heavy, you know, especially if you're a person with kids or, you know, you have if 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 you were ever being, a kid dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if if you're a, a decent human being exactly yeah um but yeah epstein was was hard it was a difficult one and epstein was particularly hard for us because little known fact that nobody knows about the first episode we recorded an entire episode <laughs> and we had technical problems, so we had to actually do the Epstein episode three different times. So that was a grueling couple weeks to yeah. have to re-talk about a sour subject, but we had to bring it to you. It was we rough. It was it was probably three to four weeks, almost an entire month of just yeah. looking up like I, child 
pedo <laughs> shit. It was terrible. It, it was, was it, so yeah. not not a fun couple of weeks. <laughs> no, but it, it had to be. It had to be brought to the table. It's so prominent yeah. in in society right now. You know, and and you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. So yeah, it is definitely. It's still one of our better episodes. Um, but yeah, I would. What I about would you, say, Mike? What about you? Yeah, uh, yeah you. Well, I I equally I liked the Zeta Reticuli incident. I think that was one of the better episodes that we did, as far as research and all that. But JFK, uh, I agree with you guys. J- between JFK and MK Ultra, the research I think was more most enjoyable um, out of anything else that we had done. So, MK Ultra had some wild stuff, like yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah, and and the JFK, like I said, we could. There is there's there's a bunch of stuff that we didn't touch. So maybe we'll do an ep, maybe we'll do a part three. Yeah, who knows? Maybe a follow or, up. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I loved how throughout the season, even though all of all of the debriefings they didn't necessarily directly correlate, you could still like draw certain lines from one to the next, like shit from JFK might have popped up in the research of, you know, say MK Ultra or vice versa. Hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, we veered in we we spent a lot of time in the in the between like nineteen forty seven and nineteen sixty five in this season. Yeah. So we're moving but, on up. But yeah, collectively I, I would say I would say collectively between all of us, the JFK was probably our favorite. As a whole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're going to move forward. We uh, we decided that every live show we were going to take on a different secret society, and we were going to discuss it. And it was something that we were interested in, but we didn't think, hey, we're going to be able to fill an hour on this, so maybe we'll just split it with the live show and get into it. So we're going to get into a society known as the Odd Fellows. And this was actually a email suggestion. Yes, it from was. From one of our fellow hushlings who's a good friend of ours who had mentioned when we had made a post back in I believe August or September early September mm-hmm. about what secret society do you want to hear on the live show and she was the first one to pop in and she said the odd fellows so we jumped on it and here we are here, yeah <laughs> here we are you're about to, you're about to hear about these odd fellows <laughs> <laughs> so the odd fellows also known as the odd fellowship is an international fraternity consisting of lodges first documented way back in 1730 in london the first known lodge was called Loyal Aristicus, uh, Lodge Number Nine, suggesting there were earlier ones in the 18th century. Mm. Yeah, the names of several British pubs today suggest that the odd fellow, uh, you know, past odd fellow affiliations in the mid 18th century following the Jacobite risings, the fraternity split into the rivaling order of patriotic odd fellows in Southern England. And they were, they favored William the third of England. And then there was the ancient order of odd fellows in Northern England and Scotland who were in favor of the house of Stuart. Hmm. 
So they were. Mm. <laughs> so they were. So 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 pretty much just split up. Yeah. But they were the same, but split up. That's weird. It is an mm. it is an odd thing. I, yeah, I guess it's, it's odd you know. thing. <laughs> it's an odd thing for a bunch of fellows to do. You know. It's, 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 <laughs> well, I feel like that's pretty consistent with most of the secret societies. It's a bunch it of fucking odd fellows. Yeah, there's a bunch. Of, I mean, me, and, uh, Mike, and I just drove past the Scottish Rite. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? The Freemason Temple around yeah. here, which is pretty wild. And there's a Scientology building down here, which is boarded up, so you guys can't look at it right there's now. There's a ton but of Scientology you, buildings around yeah. L.A. Uh, have really? you have you been to the one on, uh, in Hollywood? No. It, which oh, which one on, on Hollywood Boulevard? Uh, I think it's off Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. It's Sunset. Or it might be Sunset. I, I think it's Hollywood Boulevard, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's one in there's one in downtown San Diego. If you go up to the doors, they come at you. So oh, jeez, <laughs> get out of here with your with your with your face. <laughs> you know, yeah. But uh, I did see yeah. I did see an Odd Fellows Temple uh, up in L.A. It's actually behind. No yeah, it, I I thought it very odd and very uh, coincidental that I ran into it a couple days ago, but I, it was behind the the Chinese Theater in L.A. No way, like Orange Avenue, that whole yep, past that area. Whole, like, yep. No way, right in man. the back there. So That's I was, wild. I was pretty surprised to to come across it. Uh, it's it's everywhere. <clears throat> so, speaking of other things like that, the Catholic Church in the 19th century and the 20th centuries condemned secret societies such as the Freemasons, and they deemed them pseudo religious, but. Also address the other organizations, in, including suspicions against stated religious neutrality and independence of mm-hmm. the Odd Fellows. So you know they're they they I mean they basically said no, no cults. You know, <laughs> I mean yeah. Which <laughs> no I mean for, if no you fraternities. look if you look at religion, that's all it. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Season four, we will be. <laughs> yeah, oh jeez, <laughs> sooner. Yeah, probably. Prob- yeah, actually, yeah, sooner. <laughs> Stay tuned. Hang out for the next twenty-five minutes. Yeah, for real. The Odd Fellows are one of the earliest and oldest fraternal societies, but their history is obscure and largely undocumented. Traditions tracing the fraternity's origins way back to Roman emperors Nero and Titus are considered kind of sus, a little dubious. (laughs) (laughs) The evolution of the society from the medieval guilds, however, is more reliably documented. By the 13th century, tradesmen's guilds had become more established and prosperous. During the 14th century, guildmasters Guild masters moved to protect their power and wealth by restricting access to the guilds. In response, the less experienced and less wealthy fellows established their own rival guilds. I, I will say King George IV of the United Kingdom. 1762, man. Can you, can you imagine? Like, that's... He admitted in 1780, and it was, like, the first documented... Of the Oddfellows connection to Freemasonry, and he he had mentioned it 
in the in the seventeen eighties that like, oh yeah, there's one and there's another. Mm-hmm. And they're both they're both hanging out. They hang out, but they don't hang out. You know, like yeah. can, you, can you imagine like the like yo, that's social media in the seventeen eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we had this question. Do you think those other orders are like chapters? It's very possible, but I think with a, you know, if you look back into the 16, 1700s, any kind of organization or group like that, if they were splitting to follow a separate leader, then they were most likely very much against each other. Um, oh. I got a comment on that, actually. Actually, during my research on this, there are many chapters of this throughout the years, like depending on what part of England you're from and obviously even in the United States. So there's I, – if you do some research on the Oddfellows, there's not there's not really a lot. Like we said, there's, it's a pretty obscure. But if you do research through you know, Google, you, you can find a list of different chapters here, there – you know, all over, all over the place throughout the years. So definitely, I'm sure there are chapters. I mean, you see, I mean, you see Freemasonry from the East Coast to the West Coast, you know, and, and wherever you go, you'll see the, the, what is it? The, the compass, is it the compass and and the G, Mm -hmm. you know, so you'll see, you'll see that on so many buildings. So I'm, and those are all, I would say, different sects or chapters of of freemasonry they might have their own little they might have a different color hat you know i don't know <laughs> you know I, I i don't know i i do know though that at some point in my family on my dad's side that there were freemasons oh so here we that, go that's here we go here we go. here we go we just we Dave, go. are you gonna we follow in the legacy found out absolutely no no dale 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 quit that we have been infiltrated it. By the man. How are you gonna say <laughs> by the secret? I'm a gray alien. Yeah. How are you gonna say I've been? You've been infiltrated. <laughs> Pro- we've <laughs> our society has been probed. <laughs> and like we said in episode nine, that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Uh, but when Henry VIII broke with the Roman Catholic Church, he viewed the guild as supporting the Pope. And in 1545, he confiscated all material property of the guilds. So he took away all their shit. Uh, Elizabeth I stripped the guilds of the responsibility for training apprentices. And by the end of her reign, most guilds has been, had been suppressed. So we're talking these guilds were around before the 1730s. Yeah. Because, you, yeah. So you're talking about like people were like mobilizing to do this like fraternity this is so, like you see like and then i mean all the way back to like nero that's way yeah <laughs> way back <laughs> from there so that's that's pretty weird I'm, I'm sure it all stems from one thing you know like i'm sure like the bottleneck in human history of the population we'll get into that guys don't worry <laughs> 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 we mentioned randall carlson Look yeah. into him. He'll talk about that a lot. So, but I'm sure at one point we were at one spot, very small. And like I said, origin stories usually start from one place. Yeah. Yeah. And and one thing about 
secret organizations or fraternities or brotherhoods or whatever, you know, orders, whatever name they want to give themselves. One thing about them is if in public they've been shunned and they have been cast out, then they will easily recede into the shadows. So case in point, they have a temple in L.A. today. So obviously in 1545, when, you know, everything seems against them through because of Henry VIII and because of Elizabeth I, like they still found a way to, to, to exist, to continue to, to, to grow and be, be a thing. Can I, can I say something? You can. I just Googled this. I wanted to see other places in Southern California. There was Odd Fellows. Mm. There is a building in 1882 built in the gas lamp quarter of downtown San Diego. Oh, jeez. That is a Odd Fellow building. I will be stopping by tonight. And now, now, weirdly enough, I worked in a building that was built in the 1800s at one point in downtown <laughs> San Diego. Mm. And it was originally a brothel. And ah. yeah, and I'm not sure the exact group that owned it, but it was originally a brothel and there was some creepy shit that happened there. But it, it was it was an interesting place and it has like a historical plaque and hmm. whatnot on it. But yeah, no, I'm that's just Southern California. So 1800s in the United States. Yeah. You know, everywhere. So you say L.A., San Diego. I'm sure I just... In my search, typing Oddfellows, California, it said San Francisco. So I'm sure in most major cities in this state, and I'm sure every single state has an Oddfellows thing. But thanks to my friend for telling me about this, I've never heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, hey, that's the way that most of these secret societies are. A lot of them you've never heard of. Sure, you've heard of the big ones. You've heard of the the Illuminati and the, you know, the, the... skull and bones and all those other people but the the smaller ones in a way are actually scarier because you don't know they exist because the exact origin of the odd fellowship is involved in complete obscurity like we we don't know anything about it and but it obviously had a beginning i mean you said 1545 franks said 1730 so like how far back does this actually go we really don't know Mm-hmm. And no historian has ever been able to really like ascertain that or or find that out. Mm. So all the history prior to the introduction of the order into England is merely hearsay, you know, yeah, on proofless and absurd things that are said. But like it's really a game of telephone, you know, unless you're a part of the Odd Fellows. Yeah, and if you are a part of the Odd Fellows and you're listening to this. Email us. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, we want to know what you're doing. If you can't tell us like the Freemasons do and it's all weird like that, then all good, man. We're, we're, so we'll stay it. out of it. Yeah, we'll stay out of it. We're, we're, we're good on that. We'll just let our so. listeners know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you guys, you guys figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. It, I think that's that's it for the uh, for the odd fellows. Yeah, there's not much. I mean, definitely do definitely do some research on it. It's 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 a weird one. It's odd. <laughs> 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 and we'll probably delve into the Freemasons eventually. 
I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Especially when we get into, you know, the secret societies throughout our, our live shows, we're going to get into more and more of them. The Illuminati, I think that alone, we could probably just do an entire show on, but absolutely. Yep. But moving forward, we, uh, you know, we're, we're almost through the show here. And we want to dive in a little bit into what you can expect from season two of our show and some other upcoming things that we're pretty proud of and we're looking forward to. Um, one of those things mainly is merchandise. I mean, as we said, that dapper drip is coming. Uh, I want a hoodie. I want t-shirts, hats, uh, koozies. As I've said before, I want it all. Yeah, all that. I got to get baby onesies for for Yo. for my little my little squatch. Future hushlings. Yeah, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna have to do. You know, <laughs> we'll get you guys masks at some point. You know, that's 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 coming the newest accessory of the hotness of America. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's get you guys hush masks. So when somebody looks at you, you can tell them hush. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wear those masks yeah. for the pandemic. But but definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely stickers and definitely T-shirts are coming soon. And for you folks that are about to hear about our contest mm. that's coming up, yes, we have a new contest. We need three hushlings to email us an experience they've had with the unknown, whether it be paranormal, cryptid, or just weird as all hell. One of you will win or no i'm sorry three three of you will win a one of a kind live show t-shirt and their experience will be featured on the cryptid chronicles possibly yes Mm. so our cryptid chronicles is a new segment we're going to be doing i would say probably every three episodes and it's going to be about you know (laughs) 15 20 minutes of us talking about (laughs) <laughs> the pandemic. Who wrote that? <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be talking about us, you know, cryptids, paranormal, you know, weird stuff that just happens. And our first episode is actually going to be about the Mothman of Point Pleasant, Virginia. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're stoked on that. So I, I just want to break in here for a second. Have you ever heard of Mothman erotica? Only no. from you. <laughs> you were you were telling me in the car one night at like one in the morning. I forget where we were driving from or to, but I was complete. No, dude, you put on like some story on the radio or something through like Bluetooth, dude. Oh my god, oh my god, it's, I was so uncomfortable. To say that it's sexy is an understatement. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. But but yeah, the the, <laughs> the three the three t shirts that we're gonna be designing, the they're really cool. And all three are gonna be one of one. So you are gonna be the only person in the world, probably besides like me or Mike or Frank that, that has them. But you're gonna be one of the only people that are ever gonna have this T-shirt because we're never gonna print it again. There's only gonna be three printed, True. or six, because there's three of us. <laughs> so, because <laughs> they look that cool. So, and on top of it, like Mike said, there's gonna be merchandise. We are 
in the process of getting stickers made. So sticker packs are definitely coming. Individual stickers are coming. And throughout the season, we're going to be having, you know, merchandise drops. But definitely keep on a lookout for that. And we do have an Instagram for that called Hush Hush Apparel. Mm. So definitely keep an eye out on that. I uh, I have an email as we are here talking about it uh, from one of our listeners. And he, uh, you know, he reached out to us and he wanted to know about some stuff that we were going to get into possibly next season. So he said... Um, he didn't leave me his name. Sorry. We'll just leave it mysterious. We're uh, going to call him Hushling001. There you go. The number yeah. one. Uh, he said, I was interested in an episode in Men in Black. MIB are terrifying in their original form. Uh, but thanks to Hollywood, they're seen as an amusing oddity. It'd be great if you can create an episode that makes MIB scary. Mysterious things again. Well, I think that's a great idea. That I'm would about be cool. it. Yep. I, yeah, I'm totally about doing an MIB episode. Um, it's it's kind of funny that we got the email pertaining to that because we were filling out our seasons, and there was just just so happened to be this one blank spot, and maybe that could be something that we dive into in that blank spot. I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything that you guys would like to see us cover? Anything that you think that you'd be interested in having us research and us get into and us do a deep dive into? Oh, oh. he's actually in our chat. There he is. Hey. No way. Yeah. No problem. Oh, wow. No problem. Hello. Hello. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we're definitely going to get into a lot of stuff like that. Thank you, Mel. Appreciate that. Yes. Um, but it's, it's definitely something that we're going to get into. We have probably more material and more topics that we want to cover than we have time for. But with the expansion of our regular 10 episodes and our additional three cryptid episodes i don't see why we can't get a little outside the box it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool i mean it was an it was an awesome i think it's i think it's gonna be an awesome addition to our show because we normally probably would have gotten to mothman or any of the other weird things that aren't just like straight conspiracies you know because we we've definitely covered plenty of government conspiracies and we've covered aliens, but there's there's plenty more. And season two, definitely going to be a wallop. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. yep. And we're excited about it. But guys, to be excited about something, check out Mike's appearance on the Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast. Oh he, yeah, yeah. He's he spoke with one of their one of their co-hosts, Jeremy, and they talked about extraterrestrials and a, a ton of a ton of wild shit that that was far far more than extraterrestrials <laughs> and 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 mike mike gave some pretty cool insight on us as the hush hush society as a group 
and it, it it's a good listen and be sure to check them out and who knows you know yeah for sure yeah. look into the infinite rabbit hole uh jeremy was a great host he asked some really good questions we got into a lot of deep dive like real deep dive uh conversations about multi-dimensional beings multi-dimensional travel we we went off the rails with it and i really enjoyed it and i want to thank him if he's still <laughs> if he's still in the chat thanks jeremy i appreciate it uh, we had a we had a blast, but make sure to check out their podcast for sure. Not only that episode, I've checked out a bunch of episodes since I've listened to that and heard about them, and it's been yeah, it's they're, they're awesome. Yeah, check yeah it out. I did the same. It's it's a lot of interesting yeah. uh, interesting stuff they've got going on. And the show the show was run by by military, like all the hosts they're they're in the military. So um, you know if you support the military and you and you you know you, you want to give them a listen please make sure to and th- you know thank them at least for their and they have services. a great name they have a great name they do love they it do i love it it was actually something similar to what we were thinking of when we <laughs> yeah when we materialized the hush hush society you know and, and we realized that oh I, I think we might have even seen them on there mm. we were like oh nope never mind <laughs> all right so i'm looking at the chat right now everybody that is watching us don't leave the room this is purely for you, those that have stuck around, those that are watching, those that are listening, those that have their minds open. You guys will all get sticker packs. Everybody in the room right now is going to get a sticker pack. So if you could just reach out to us and, you know, if you want a sticker pack, we will send them out to you. Just send us a, an email through our, our email address, hushhushsociety at planetmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on our Facebook group and leave us a message. Or if you want everybody in the room to know your address, just drop them. It's cool. And we'll send you out a sticker pack. It's pretty cool. And also for anybody that stuck around, like we said – we have we're giving away three Hush Hush Society t-shirts. They are they're three of three, but they're technically one of one because there's a slight mm-hmm. design difference in every single shirt. So yep. three of you, if you just reach out to us, just you know, send us a message, we will pull a random winner and we will get three t-shirts out to you guys. Just let us know your address and shirt size and all that jazz, and we'll take care of you. So, Frankie, yes. why don't you tell them about our next debriefing and mm. possi- and, and and some – we might be having some guests oh, in yeah. the next, next couple. You're guests. right. So, with season two right around the corner, we do have some guest appearances lined up. Pretty hyped for that. And um, to delve into season two, Monday, November 30th. Debriefing 11, we will be covering the Vatican. Now, this debriefing will be part one of a two-part series. I'm, I, I, I don't know how to feel about that. I, I feel like it's going to be a little little creepy spooky doing the research. I think we're going to – it's a broad spectrum. There's the creepy spooky aspect to it, and then there is – I don't want to give anything away. So, like, hey, give, I don't want to say anything give, about give, it. Give a little – Give a little – Well, there's the there's – the, there's the, you know, the the 
the alien aspect. You know, you never you never know. Like, <laughs> what does the Vatican know? I mean, other than the the weird shit that they're up to. <laughs> so you know, who knows? We'll figure it out, and we'll figure it out in three weeks. It's an odd number for us guys, but that's our breaks. Get used to it. Three mm-hmm. weeks between seasons, and November thirtieth, we're gonna jump back into your eardrums and give you I'm real as Frank said the Vatican. Yeah, I'm real stoked about season 2. I think season 2 is really we 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 took season 1 and kind of got into our stride and I feel like we're there now. So, um the research is going to get better, the the conversation is going to get deeper. It's going to get pretty wild. So deep. So deep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so that is the end of our 10th debriefing and our first live show holy crap this is the end of our this this is the end of our first season it went like flew by yeah flew by we've we've done we've done some pretty pretty fun things in the last i guess 90 days or so and it's it's been overwhelmingly positive Mm. and Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) on on, all over i mean throughout some of the, you know, Jeffrey Epstein motherfucker. I just want everybody to look at the ticker real quick. I saw that. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can make something happen. <laughs> ah, maybe. Interdimensional. Oh, I just read that. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys again for your continuous support. This has been like, it's really rewarding to see it. I know I've, I've, done some other things performance wise in life and this is up to par to see so many people supporting what we're doing and we appreciate it so so much and we hope to have more of you and you know tell your tell your infant son daughter tell your grandmother grandfather tell, tell my spouse, infant squatch you know tell mystery mike's infant squatch that's probably taking a nap right now if you guys have seen my infant squatch you know he is he's ready he's ready for conspiracy fueling (laughs) up (laughs) we we appreciate everything and continue to stay tuned and watch our ridiculous social media feed whether it be twitter facebook instagram we have a link tree hush hush society and (laughs) If you guys if you guys feel like sending us something that you want to see season two that we might change, you know, send us a topic at our email at planetmail.com at well, hush hush society at planetmail.com. I mean, you know, you gotta give a front <laughs> handle. But you know, email us and or just, you know, hit hit us up on one of the social medias and yeah. we'll get back to you. We're and, everywhere. Yeah, we're 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 everywhere all the time. So again, thank you from literally all all three of us, you know. Yes. And before we go, I just want to say a thank you to all of our uh, fellow podcasters that have helped us out. You guys have been awesome. Really, really great. Um, whether it was on Twitter or it was me guesting on your show or any of us guesting on your show, um, you you've done wonders for us and we appreciate it like you have no idea yeah Yeah, thank you thank you everybody i mean some of these some of these appearances that mike has done i i had no idea until they (laughs) recorded so they you know thank you to everybody that's reached out 
like you said, and everybody that's he, we've worked with, and there's definitely going to be some of those folks on our second season, and most definitely our third season, and we have a fourth season planned. So you guys mm. definitely stay tuned and all that. So stay tuned. The three people that email us their weird experience. The first three. I hope to hear from all of you some mm-hmm. weird experience because we'd love to talk about it. For sure. Definitely send us an email. Hush Hush Society at planetmail.com. And as always, hushlings, be safe mm-hmm. and keep an ever watchful eye for the strangest things right in front of you. And we will see you in three weeks on November 30th for the beginning of the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour Season 2 where we are sitting in the pew <laughs> at the Vatican. <laughs> oh no. So so <laughs> sit down, enjoy a ham or two and we'll see you. Did you say enjoy a ham? A hymn. Uh-huh. <laughs> the holy hymn. The holy hymns. I was thinking of the so Diet Law of Pass and just eating ham now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drop into the confession. <laughs> Sit in, a, sit in the front row of the pew like you're at a wedding and you want to be the most important person there. But we'll see you there at the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, guys, I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And I'm Slick Frank Sanders. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. The government is, is poisoning you. The government is poisoning you. The government is poisoning you. Until our next debriefing, remember... The best kept secrets are hidden in plain sight.